our last episode, we mentioned several theaters in the greater San Diego area. This week, we're taking a deep dive into those theaters, how they classify themselves, and what that means for the artists operating in those spaces. This week's episode is The Gentle Day's Guide to San Diego Theaters. Um, uh, How well, are you, Key? I'm good. It's it's hot as hell today. Yeah, welcome to summer. Welcome to summer. I thought they were gonna give us some time. You know, I, I always I always feel like June is a time where the heat is starting, but we're not like in that boiling phrase like August and July. Well, you know that there's a phrase June gloom. Yes. Well, where is it? June is busting out all over. Where is she? She was here, and she said, "Sorry, honey. She's gone. She's gone. She's gone." Um, but you know. I just heat. And you? I'm well. Good. I'm also really hot. Yeah. We um we can't run the AC when we're recording because we need that that good audio quality. <laughs> so we're sitting here in the heat of this apartment yeah. just kind of looking at each other. I will say that you mentioned that. I mean, think about the That's the Raven episode when the cheese gets stuck in the AC. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. And she has to go up there oh. and eat that cheese and it's it's really gross, so yeah, we're here. We, um, we are here. But, uh, I feel like we're a little bit more drained than we were for the like first episode. So, listen, but we're still stoked to be here. We are. I mean, I think about it. We've been we've we've been going today. Yeah, today's been well. Honestly, we've been going all week. Keon and I are in rehearsal for a Zoom show, and it's it's just very hard to be in a Zoom show rehearsal room. Yeah, just, like now. Yes, like a year ago, it was fine. It's just now. It's like wow. And especially like not to be on not to be this dramatic person, but like on my end, I like it's it's just difficult for me because like I'm I'm not acting in it, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm on this really cool thing called Slack with the writer and the dramaturg and the director. Like, oh, you're on Slack. Yeah, we're on Slack like, I, talking I've about. I've always wanted to be yeah. on Slack. We're on Slack talking about ideas, but it's just hard because <laughs> essentially I'm just listening and typing all night. Yeah. So my eyes get tired. I might have to buy new glasses. Um, <sighs> Yeah. It's just a lot of online stuff. It so. is, it is. Yeah. Yeah, but I have a question for you. Tell me. What is inspiring you as an artist this week? The honest answer? Please. Uh, nothing. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I'm just like, I, um. <laughs> okay. That's the stuff. But like, but like, that's fair. Yeah. I just don't know if I, uh, I, I don't know if I. Let me, let me, let me, let me see. Let me, it. can I rephrase the question? Thank you. Please go ahead. Okay. What are you watching this week? Or a fantastic question. Or listening to this week that makes um, you like feel something. Yeah. It's going to be Mr. Robert Burnham or <laughs> some know him, Bo. Mr. Burnham. Mr. Burnham. Uh, Mr. Burnham. Oh. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Is that Is from that, what? It's from what? That's yeah. from what? Yeah. Which Bo. Sh- oh my God. Oh my Mr. God. Burnham. Burnham. Oh my God. <laughs> Never waste a moment. Any moment can become a comedy moment. Um, but I, I'm, I, well, I am listening almost every day to Inside. If you haven't listened to or watched Inside on Netflix, do yourself a favor. We don't even mind. Turn this off. Do yourself a favor. Go listen. Go watch. Um, it's an hour and a half of just like really, really intense art. That I appreciate so so much. Yeah, for multiple reasons. It's funny because I that that was a moment that like that's 
that moment, like specifically, like, like Bo, oh my God, because then it goes like, we think we know you, and it's yeah. like, woof. But no, <sighs> in, 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 I saw what live, which was. Ugh. Can. Wait, can you talk about that? Yeah, yeah. So when I was um, when I was a junior in high school, he came out with that special, <sighs> and um, I I had heard words, words, words because people in the theater club were singing to it, but I was like, I don't know who this is, um, and so yeah, I I ended up really getting into it, and I I can't remember if he was at the Lyceum or the Horton Grand. I want to say it was the Horton Grand because that's where all the brick is. But yeah, I saw what, and um, it's crazy because at that time, it's like he just turned thirty, as he says in Inside. Mm-hmm. He was twenty-two. Yeah, he's so godforsaken tall, like a <laughs> literal green bean giant. Oh, but like one of the most like, I think I was so moved because like he really doesn't. It's it's like it's mostly lights that he's working in, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's just him and his piano, you know. Yeah. It's his, it's him, his piano, the audience, and his lights. But he really knows how to like mm-hmm. dynamically capture a room and yeah. like make the stage fill. You he know, he was one of the first like YouTube yes. stars. Yes. He was like one of the first people who was able to like gain a following on mm-hmm. YouTube. And when words, words, words came out when I was in high school, yep. me and my friends, you know, we were in the theater world, we were like, oh. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to have a stage. You don't have to have all of this stuff to be, to like have something incredible and make art and make a difference and have impact. And I was like, wow, do I respect this person? And like, he, he also is a little like, like he's kind of an anomaly because he is probably, and I hate saying this about a white man, but he is a genius. Yeah. And he plays, like, every instrument. Yep. And so he he is very gifted. And so when I watched Inside, I was like, oh, people, some artists aren't going to like this. No, no. And I, I can tell you why. It's yeah. because he did this during the pandemic. Yep. And it was during a time when a lot of artists weren't doing anything. Nothing. A lot of us were being really hard on ourselves. We and sure were. What do we have to show for it? And what did Bo have to show for it? And it's this incredible special. So I'm I'm mainly just grateful to him because yeah. I felt something. Mm-hmm. I, I felt something really deep. Uh, and it's interesting because it. he, he's not, like I said, he's not, he quit performing, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, it, it's like, we're not, and I guess I speak for like, I don't know, I don't know, every, I mean, he went back to his roots, which is like yeah. he went back to doing videos. And so, I mean, it's it's a film thing, but like, Whoa. yeah, I don't know. It's just, if you have a chance, um, if you've never heard of Bo, definitely check him out. He has two special, no, all of, all of his specials, except, except for, for Words, 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 yeah. is on Netflix. Watch what? Watch Make Happy. Watch Inside. I guess Bo's making me feel inspired. I just, I don't know. He He's always been a very special, I, 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 I admire him a lot for his work. So mm. I would say... Yeah, he helped solidify like my love for comedy mm-hmm. and also just dark comedy. Mm-hmm. That's what I love. That's what I live for. Absolutely, it's my bread and butter right there. Bread so and butter. I, I appreciate I appreciate both. So I guess our favorite thing that we're we're, we're watching, watching this week is the same. Yeah, and listening to listening yeah. to it on Spotify or it, Apple Music. We would, I guess we would stream it in the car. Yep, singing it literally not even fifteen minutes ago. So, so okay. There's something exciting this week. Um, we have our very first listener question. Listener question! <laughs> this question comes from Ed Hoban. Hi, Ed. Um, he is a wonderful listener. I think he was the very first person to listen to this podcast other than us. I, so I feel like I have to say this, but a shout out to my bougie bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Hi, oh my Ed. God. So Ed Hoban asks, <clears throat> this is related to the episode, so I figured, how many theaters are on Broadway? And what differentiates a Broadway show from an off-Broadway show? Yes. Wow. So that that first part, no, we did we did look this up yesterday. Yeah, we had to we did Ed, I'm not gonna lie to you. We we definitely researched this and looked this up. Um, but do you wanna give the answer? Well, so the answer is forty one. There are forty one Broadway theaters. It's interesting because I knew there were more than forty. I thought they were I thought there were fifty. Mm-hmm. They're forty one. Yeah. And that's like a lot. It's a lot. It's it's definitely I I didn't think that it was that many. No, um, no. But so then the the second part of that question is okay, what differentiates that from off Broadway? And then I, I will just add on top of that off off Broadway. Mm-hmm. So this is from playbill.com. The distinction generally has to do with a the theater size, but not 100% of the time. Okay. Theaters with up to 99 seats are generally considered off-off-Broadway. Okay. 99 to 499 seats oh. generally denote off-Broadway. And 500 and larger generally denote Broadway. Wow. So there are exceptions, and some of those exceptions overlap. Okay. Um, but the real key is what sort of contract the production has. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And uh, I, I, will, I will just like explain that a little bit more because yeah. it also has to do with the fact that it is in new york right. and on broadway so the fact that broadway is the name of a large boulevard in yeah. manhattan sometimes confuses the theater go- goer as well because many theaters were located on broadway the street at the turn of the 20th century when the nickname was bestowed but today only three broadway theaters are actually on broadway interesting Wait, which ones are they? oh the well, winter garden okay the marquee okay and the Broadway theater. Okay, hold on. The Winter Garden. <sighs> yep, I don't have it. You I don't was have like, it? I was like, the Marquis is... Ooh, I don't know. I don't know what's playing at these theaters. <sighs> See, I have, a, I have a game for us, but I'm, I'm about to lose. I don't know. I know we're both going to lose, but wait, I, I can give you the answer. Do you want the answer? No. Okay. No, go ahead and tell me. Because I actually did know this one. Okay. It's the Music Man. That's right, because Beetlejuice was there and they kicked it out. They kicked it out. You know what, though? Mm-hmm. I, hold listen. on. Are we about to talk about Beetlejuice? I mean... Uh... Don't do it to me, Keon. Don't do it to me. Okay, I will level with you. The music sucks. No, I I don't hate it. The music sucks. I, I for the most part. There's, I mean, Dead Mom's good. You know, I heard that Sophia girl... What's her name? Sophia... Uh, she was not nice to... to but she's really good. Hottie, hottie Alex Brightman. Um... With whatever he's the guy who played Beetlejuice. That's right, the Winter Garden. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, and so the show that I saw off Broadway when I was like, wow, it like transformed my mm-hmm. my love of theater. I saw Carrie, wow, uh, the revival. Wow. I saw Carrie the revival off Broadway, and I believe that was more than a hundred seats. So that would just be considered off Broadway, not off off Broadway if it was less than ninety nine. Goop. Wow. So hopefully we did your. We did your question justice, Ed. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for it. And if you, you know, listeners, uh, if you yeah. have some more questions, uh, send them in. Yeah, you can. You can DM us. You can email us. You can text us. Text us if you know us. Uh, <laughs> because let's be real, we most of the people who are going to be listening right now are just our friends. friends. But and we love you, so thank you. So cool. Thank you. And thanks for being there for us. You know. I'm like, should we? Should, should we, we? Should we play the game? Okay, but t- we'll explain the game. Okay, so this is, I thought about this yesterday in the shower. Hee <laughs> hee. 
So um, I thought to myself, we started talking about Broadway Peters and I thought, you know, I don't, I don't know all of them, but I wonder if we, do we? Like secretly? So the game is this. We're going to each have one minute. We're going to try and list all the Broadway Peters that we know off of memory. Mm-hmm. Bonus points if you can name the show that is either currently, you know, or I guess was before COVID, playing mm-hmm. at that theater. Yeah. But, but like before the pandemic, we're like right now. Right now, correct. Or coming and, back. And I, there is a list on playbill.com. So okay. I have the okay. uh, list okay. once we're done. Sure. But we're going to see how many we can get and we're going to have a minute. Sure. Uh, Who wants to go first, me or you? Definitely me because okay. it's going to be real fast. Okay, here we go. Uh, Jill- Wait, can you set a timer? Yeah, I have a timer on. Okay. So Jill Jones, you have one minute and your time starts now. Okay, six. The musical is at the bro- the Brooks Atkinson. Um, because I love six. Yeah. Uh, the Eugene O'Neill has Book of Mormon. Yes. That's been that way yes. forever. Yes. Gerald Schofield has Come From Away. Correct. The Gershwin has Wicked. Yep. The Lyric Theater. Oh, we just said this. Harry Harry Potter. Yes. Harry yes, Potter. Yes. Richard Rogers is Hamilton. Yep. Well, Oof. the Walter Kerr. Yes, 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 yes. Um, that's Hades Town. Yes, that's Hades Town. Yes, yes. The Winter Garden. <laughs> I have no idea. You just said it. You just said it. What? You just said the Winter Garden. I just said it. Yeah. Oh, uh, the Music Man. Yes. Duh. And then the Lyceum. Yeah. What's at the Lyceum? I don't know. I don't know what's at the Lyceum. Know. How many is that? Uh, I don't, you have you have about like ten. I'm not even counting. Oops. <laughs> uh, isn't there um uh the uh, you have five seconds left four. Three. Sondheim. Yes, two, <laughs> one, and eh. Okay, wow. Sondheim. I'm going to mess up real bad. Okay. Okay, wait, wait. Hold on. You have to count because I was bad. I was just trying to be like, uh, yeah. So if somebody wants to just verify how many I got, I would love that. Yeah, I wish I... Was anybody counting? It was probably like nine or ten. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're going to count in post. Okay. Is it my turn now? Are you ready? Yeah. Alrighty. And your timer starts now. Okay. The Al Hirschfield has... Moulin Rouge. The Ambassador has Chicago. There's the Booth Theater. There's the Schubert Theater, which has To Kill a Mockingbird. The Winter Garden has uh, uh, The Music Man. Music Box has Dear Evan Hansen. The Gerald Shoulder, whatever, sh- sh- it has Come From Away. Um, Gershwin has Wicked. Richard Rogers has Hamilton. The Lyceum has Harry Potter. I think it's like the Lene Poor something has Tina Turner. There's the Ethel Barrymore, Ethel Barrymore, or yeah, Ethel Barrymore Theater. There's the Walter Kerr that has uh, Hades Town. Well, you're doing really well. Um, um, there is uh the August Wilson, which is gonna have Passover that had Mean Girls there. What? Um, I'm trying to think by alphabetically. The Marquis Theater. Um, um, Stephen Sondheim. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Companies. I don't know what. I have companies on Broadway. I don't remember which one that's. And time. Wow. Man, dude, that oh, there's a lot. There's so many, I mean, but that's 41. a lot. I think you got fourteen or fifteen. Damn, dude. And and but you were wrong about the Lyceum because I did not know this. But the Sing it's Sing Street is on like is at the Lyceum. Oh, I didn't even know that was a musical. So okay. let's let's go through this. Sure. So, uh, I mean, we said the three that are actually on the, the yes on the street Broadway. So we have the Al Hirschfeld Theater, and that's Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge. We have the Ambassador Theater. That's Chicago. American Airlines Theater. I don't even know what's playing there. Birthday Candles. Don't know what that is. I've never heard of that. I don't know. Um, August Wilson Theater. Yeah, that's going to be half Passover. 
uh, Mean Girls is right now. That will it close sadly. Oh, that's Rip. really, really yeah. I think sad. I mean, this is from June fifteenth, twenty twenty one, so okay. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, sure. Um, Belasco Theater. Oh, the Belasco! There's a joke about that in Hedwig. Damn it. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, Bernard B. Jacobs. Oh theater. yeah. That's got company. That's the one. Okay. Uh, Booth Theater. Yep. Has a their, their TBA right yeah, now. Yeah. Broadhurst Theater has. Broadhurst. Jagged Little Pill. Oof. Jagged Little Pill is the ana- ana- Alanis Morissette. Al- Alanis Morissette. Controversy. Yeah. But anyways. Controversy. Broadway Theater. West Side Story. Oh my God! How did I forget? Okay. I was right about this one. This one is like kind of niche, but the Brooks Atkinson Theater That's six. has six. Okay. I'm obsessed with six for a couple different reasons, but. You know, we can Divorced. go into that a different time. Beheaded. Sorry. Died. Do, do. Okay. Uh, Circle in the Square Theater. Do not know that. <gasps> They're playing American Buffalo. You know what? I forgot the Studio 54 Theater. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Okay. Court Theater. Mm-mm. They're playing The Minutes. Nope. Ethel Barrymore. Oh, the Minutes. That was, um, that was, um, oh my God. Why am I forgetting his name? He's the dad and he wrote, he wrote August Osage County. Oh, oh, Tracy Letts. Tracy, thank you. Okay, sorry. Uh... Ethel Barrymore Theater, their TBA. Okay, so it was Ethel Barrymore. Okay, yeah, I was right. Okay, yeah. Eugene O'Neill has a Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon, I forgot Eugene O'Neill. Uh, Gerald Schoenfeld That's Theater, Come From, Come away. From away. Shout out Gino Carr. Gino Carr. Uh, Gershwin Theater, hey, Wicked. Okay. Helen Hayes Theater, Take Me Out. Oh. oh. Hudson Theater, Plaza Suite. <gasps> SJP and Matthew Broderick, baby. <laughs> Imperial Theater. Uh, Ain't Too Proud, The Life oh, of the... Times and Temptations. Come on, Dominique Morisot. Come on, uh... Oh, damn, I forgot his name. Uh, the John Golden Theater, they have a TBA right now, but their longest-running show was Avenue Q. <gasps> wow. Boy, do I wish that was still running. Yeah, love puppetry. Ugh. Uh, the Long Acre Theater... Theater? Theater. Oh, boy. <laughs> Long Acre Theater. Diana. Ugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, but Keon, how could you have seen that? I didn't see it. It was here at La Jolla Playhouse, but I heard it was terrible. Sorry. We're going to talk about that. We will. Um, so the Lund Fontaine Theater has Tina. Dude, the, oh, the, okay, so it was Fontaine. Lord have mercy. The Tina Turner Musical. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Lyceum has Sing Street. Okay. Lyric Theater has Harry Potter. What is going on today? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Potter and the Cursed Child Parts 1 and 2. Correct. Majestic Theater. Oh my god. What is it? The Phantom of the Opera. How, well, I don't like I don't like Android Webber, so I'm surprised I didn't remember that one. Keon, this show has been running since Forever. 1988. Forever. Yeah. That means since before th- we were both born. I think it's the longest running musical. I think it now ha- has surpassed. Okay. Um, okay, the Marquis Theater. Yep. 2BA. Minskoff Theater has the Lion King. That's what I forgot. Okay. And it, it and that that it's still in the spot. Like it's yeah. been the longest running show okay. there. Um the Music Box Theater has Dear Evan, Evan Hansen. Hansen. Uh Nederlander Theater has the Aladdin? Lehman trilogy. Oh, okay. I don't know that. Me neither. Uh Neil Simon Theater has MJ the Musical. Don't know it. Me neither. Aladdin is at the New Amsterdam Theater. That's what it is. That's what it is. Palace Theater. They don't have a show running. Okay. Richard Rogers Theater has Hamilton. Hamilton. Samuel J. Friedman Theater has How I Learned to Drive. Oh, wow. Powerful play. Sam S. Schubert Theater, To Kill a Mockingbird. Frozen is at the St. James. I don't care about Frozen. Stephen Sondheim Theater, Mrs. Doubtfire. Good. <laughs> have fun. <Thanks. laughs> what if it's really good? Okay, it so really, really fast backstory. Keon's going to New York. Yes, I am. In October? Yes. 
Yes. And he, uh, as a joke, do you want to tell a story? Okay, so as a joke, we were gonna. I mean, I'm going with two really good friends of mine. As a joke, we were gonna buy tickets and be like, "Ha ha!" It's it's her birthday. We're like, "We're gonna buy tickets for your birthday." We were like, "What's the show that she would hate to see?" We thought it was Mrs. Doubtfire. We go, "We're gonna see Mrs. Doubtfire." She goes, "Oh, I'm so excited!" So we ended up buying the tickets. So fun. We'll be seeing it. See you soon, Rob McClure. <laughs> uh, Studio Fifty Four has Caroline or Change. Mm. I really want to see that. Me too. Uh, Vivian Beaumont Theater has Flying Over Sunset. Nope. Walter Kerr has Hades Town, which I also will be I'm seeing. Gonna, oh my god, I'm so excited for you. And then, like we've already said, the Winter Garden has The Music Man. And that's the 41 Broadway theaters. And this is like current, so. Yeah, things have changed because Mean Girls is closed and so is Frozen, so. Everyone, go have fun yeah. in New York City because, by the way, today, the day that we're recording this, this is June 15th, and we. California. It's, it's supposed to be happening. I mean, Gavin Newsom. Did he tweet today? Yeah, Gavin Newsom tweeted today. He was like, "No more, no more social, no more social distancing, no more capacity, no more colors and county tiers, no more masks." He and this was is like, just like a like. I'm sure everybody who's listening to this knows this, but just because we like the state is saying that doesn't actually mean that that's necessarily true. Correct. Because any. Any business can be like, hey, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Correct. No mask, no service as well. It's up to the actual business. businesses. Which is interesting because, I mean, San Diego theaters, you know, kind of the segue. Um, you know, they're, they're um, I think we're all in a place right now where it's like, we know that audiences probably don't want to wear them inside we mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm sure that i'm sure people don't want to wear their masks to go see a show but it's like yeah that's the vibe i'm getting when like talking to patrons on the phone yeah i'm at like people are like oh i'm so excited that there's no masks anymore because right. i didn't want to have to go back and wear my mask so uh, well since we since we're on the topic sure. let's, let's let's talk about san diego theaters and yeah the many that we are lovely to We've got a lot of them. We have a lot, baby. So San Diego is really, I'm just going to say, yeah. special. Yes. Because we have two. Come on. What are they called? Lort. Lort Theaters. So that stands for League of Resident Theaters. Um, and in talking about these theaters, I am just going to give like a very brief like overview of what that means. Come on. Got because it. it's, uh, I, I honestly, I did not know this and I was like confused about it for a while but the league of resident theaters is the largest professional theater association of its kind in the united states with 75 member theaters located in every major market in the u.s including 29 states and the district of columbia Mm. lord members collectively issue more equity contracts to to actors than Broadway and commercial tours combined. Which is crazy to think about, but it also isn't because <laughs> yeah, you got to get your experience where you can. Um, But there are one, two, three, four, There's seven, six, seven. Eight, nine in California. Okay. And there are two in, in our San city. San Diego, baby. So we're talking about the La Jolla Playhouse and the Old Globe. Which are two very wonderful theaters. We have deep connections to both of them yep. because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I went to go see The Grinch when I was like in fourth grade. Okay. I at... didn't see it till I was 17. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I just have really vivid memories of going to Balboa Park, yep. which um, is a really iconic place 
in the middle of San Diego. And the Old Globe is just beautifully nestled right in there. It's this gorgeous three-theater venue um, that is famous here. There's the White, which is where they kind of do their more small. That's where I've seen the best play I've ever seen in San Diego, which was Uncle Vanya. Oh, you're bringing up Uncle Vanya, Vanya. are you? Uncle Vanya is the best play I've ever seen in San Diego. Ever. uh, Which is so odd to say. Like... Chekhov plays are usually not incredibly enjoyable. No. But when I tell you that this director... I heard that this director wasn't very kind. That's a shame. But boy, did he get results. Uh, it was it was incredible. Incredible. They incredible. had... Um, it, so it was in the round. Yeah. The set was really minimal. Very, very, very minimal. I mean, it was just wood floors and a yeah. table and chairs, really. But the thing is, and one of the points of like Chekhov's work is to show on stage what you would show in real life and I literally felt like I was listening to conversations I wasn't supposed to be listening to I felt like I was entrenched in this family's problems I mean they had they had microphones hanging from the wall because it was so quiet they were whispering on stage and then they straight up just at some points would just turn around and talk to you it was really good (laughs) I think the actor's name was Jay Sanders who played Vanya oh my gosh fantastic man um Anyway, sorry, yeah. tangent. But so that yeah. so that's the Old Globe, and then the other Lort Theater in San Diego is the La Jolla Playhouse. La Jolla Playhouse. Um, so Keon just mentioned Diana. Yes. So one of the things that La Jolla Playhouse is really famous for, yeah. is getting shows to Broadway. I mean, come from away. The Tony. Oh, it did not win a Tony. It won. Well, Christopher Ashley, who is the artistic director of of. Um, La Jolla Playhouse did win a Tony for the directing, but that musical didn't win a Tony award. But still. It mm-hmm. has homed so many, so many famous shows. I mean, even the Globe too. Yeah, the Glo- I mean, the Globe. They they um, well, the reference to this episode, the title, but Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder came mm-hmm. from the Old Globe. So, anyways, yeah. So these these theaters specifically, like it's like their job yeah. to get plays to a point where they are good enough to just send to Broadway, yep. and with them. Some San Diego actors, mm-hmm. like our professor and mentor, Gino yeah. Carr, um, he was in the original cast to Come From Away and got sent over to Broadway sure and had did. a nice little career yeah. on Broadway. Like, amazing, amazing, yeah. amazing. So, like, that is very, very cool. Yeah. I mean, the Playhouse sends a... They send a lot. Mm-hmm. They really do. But, yes, Diana is one of the shows that... um. <laughs> just came yeah don't know how to feel about it but yeah i don't know how to feel about well just and like uh, with the crown being a big thing oh, right now as man. well yeah. and diana's story yeah. being like i don't know like people really adore her story oh she was a yeah a freaking amazing icon. person she's icon. an iconic woman it's just uh also she her life is a tragedy yeah it's it's a touchy subject and and, so. and it's a it's also a little bit exposing of the royal family so so yeah totally so like i'm kind of here for that same. but at the same time like this woman was suffering if you're looking at the photos of her on her wedding day she talked about in interviews the night before she was up all night just sick, sick to her stomach vomiting. vomiting and just miserable yeah. so and it, and it didn't get better it mm. only got worse so uh, yeah but Anyways, uh, that is that is like one of the biggest parts of San Diego is yeah. like we've got two Lort theaters and there are there are no other cities no. on this list who have two in their same city. Absolutely, they are literally less than twenty minutes away from each other. Yeah. And 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 you know they do 
you know, the work there isn't always perfect, but who makes who makes perfect work all the time? Like, you know, like there's there's Listen, been some... I loved the squirrels. Oh, this we're is not, the hill no, I will die on. No, 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 no. That show was who wrote that? It was the guy that wrote a uh, Hand to God. Yes. Uh, um, what is his name? Robert something, dude. I don't know. I, I'm looking it up. Hold on. But I I will say though that like I think the special thing about the Globe and the Playhouse being here in San Diego is the fact that like. We are. Oh, go ahead. Robert Askins. Thank you. You also wrote Hand to God. Um, I like I said. I really like dark comedy. I like weird comedy. And uh, boy, does he did a good job. Sorry, that's all. Hey, it's okay. Uh, this is the hill I will die on. You, you, you will. Uh, <laughs> but but, uh, oh but it's it's great because because I think something else. I think no. Excuse me. I can't talk. I think something that's wonderful that's happening in San Diego, specifically, like, which we'll get to, um, and some of the more, like, small theaters like Signet and Diversionary and, and The Rep and stuff, is that, you know, the Globe and the Playhouse, like Jill was saying, they really do try to be a tryout theater for these these new works, which most times either go to have immense success and win big awards, but, but still, like, they go on to be these Broadway mega hits, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Into the Woods was at the Globe, you know? Like, yeah. it's it's crazy. Like, so to have these these two theaters is like, I don't know. It's like, I think to myself, I've seen so many things that I know I would not have been able to afford. Well, I mean, <laughs> shout out to free tickets, but... Um, hey, yeah, <laughs> that is... theater. I do, I do have to say, like, there there are ways to see theater for free yes um and like when, when we start to open up it's our goal to get that kind of information yes. out to people so yes. like uh when we were in college we we were very lucky to have professors be like hey if you yeah. get on this waiting list you can go and see the show for 20 bucks or yeah. whatever so like there are ways to not spend gobs and gobs of money True. um on these shows because usually the price point for you know the globe and it, la jolla playhouse I mean, it starts at 100 yeah we're we're talking like a hundred bucks yeah, starting. It, it, they're Broadway prices, but I will say this tip for anybody out there who, you know, wants, if you're kind of going to come visit San Diego or you're from San Diego or whatever, tip for you, always look, go to the website, look for the opening date, like look for specifically for the opening night of the show, but specifically just if you really want to see a show, show up to the theater and ask the box office about either standby or if you're a student and they have student tickets. Because mm-hmm. that is, at least for myself, that is how I saw so many things in life. Because mm-hmm. I either got a student price or I got a standby. And the Globe and the Playoffs are really good about doing that. Mm-hmm. And there are uh, a lot of these theaters are part of the 20 under 30 clubs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or they just have a under 30 price. Yes. Um, which is a little bit more affordable. Because let's fa- let's face it, this theater is being made for for the, for the old whites, man. The old, uh, more well off and well to do yes. white people that retire in San yes. Diego. Yes. So, and- don't be afraid. To, don't think that because these theaters are you know, the big boys or whatever the big the big leagues that you can't get in there because you can you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you also can. Yeah, you can work at a theater too. Because <laughs> you, you can work at a theater. There, there are some really amazing discounts for if you if you like work at, in the box office yeah. or you work do you hang lights. You get comps for yep. the season. Like there are ways to do that. I will just say that yeah, if if you are somebody who is passionate about theater, the best way you can do that 
is to just insert yourself into the theater mm-hmm. in any way you can. Like, and it it does require you to be a little bit outside of your comfort zone and probably talk and get to like introduce yourself. But like the the results are going to give you the tools that you need to like be in the field you want to be in. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So I, I say go for it. Definitely. Yeah. So the League of Resident Theaters also serves as a way for the member resident theaters. Mm. They're also called regional theaters. Come on. To bargain collectively with Aqua... Oh my good lord. I'm gonna start over. Listen, it's not... We're, we're imperfect people. Okay, I yelled. I bad. really... I, I don't know if it's because I had a second cup of coffee. That might be it. Maybe that's what it is. It's also been a long day. It's hot. It It's really hot. Y'all, it's getting up there. <laughs> Do you want to take a break? Are you hot? You know what? Maybe let's take a break and we'll come back. Sure, we'll come back. We'll t- so we're gonna take a big break and then we'll come back and we'll do... Yeah, we're gonna have a word from our sponsors. Um, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Thank you. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Coffee. Hi there. If you're like us, you're constantly skating the line between am I dead or have I just not had my coffee yet? I know what you're thinking. Oh. It's so easy to just mobile order from Starbs when I'm already late for work. And if I stop at my local mom and pop shop, they only have meter parking and I don't keep change in my car. But let me ask you this. Are you really willing to spend $5 on a cup of coffee that's 90% sugar and made from beans that were flash frozen six months ago? Drop the act. Stop drinking crappy coffee and go to your local artisanal coffee shop so you can be like young Michael Yagubian from the extremely underrated 2007 Disney film Meet the Robinsons and say, Ah, that's good, Joe. Kofefe is not for everyone. Java poops are a real thing. Please enjoy responsibly. And honestly, I'm a petite person. And now, back to the show. How'd you know? Now welcome back to our show. I... Welcome back. Uh, my god. I just got roasted. I couldn't even... I couldn't even think. Got me right in the goddamn... Okay, sorry. I shouldn't swear. Listen. Are we... Are we both trained in improv? Um... Then why does this show suck so much? I'm literally gooped. Uh, I wish I was trained in improv. I can. I'm pretty good at improv, but well, that's that's another story. I'm okay at it. Oh, me and a certain friend of ours, mutual friend. Um, he and I can literally improv for hours. Mm-hmm. We do sometimes do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, just like write a freaking entire play with just an improv, and, and then record it with just your improv. It'll it'll be famous. Oh my god! Wait, are you really? it out no i'm saying we should do that oh we should do that yeah okay anyway resident theater so oh, wait resident right yeah we're talking about the league of resident theaters so the lort mm-hmm. serves as a way for member resident theaters also called regional theaters come on to bargain collectively with actors equity association the stage directors and choreographers society and United Scenic Artists, as well as other major labor unions in the entertainment industry. So it's a way for them all to kind of communicate together. Right. Now, is, this is so off topic, and I'm just going to ask this question. If you don't really answer it, don't yeah. worry about it. Is IATSE in there somewhere? 
That's a really good question. If it's not, don't worry about it right now, but like... Well, maybe, do you want to explain what IATSE is? Yes. So as I look at this symbol, I realize that this is the symbol that appears on PBS all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, But it's the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, um, which, I mean... Stage employees are extremely important. I just want to say that really quickly. Yeah, it right won't now. happen like, without them. So. Like literally, if you're disrespectful to stage employees, you can get out because we don't do that here. No. Um, but I was just curious because I I wasn't sure if that fell under that category. And once again, a reminder that we don't know everything. Yeah. Well, there are going to be people who like are a part of IATSE that work at Lord Theaters. Mm-hmm. So in that case, absolutely yes, they are a, yeah. a part of this. Um, but. When we're talking about the different theaters in San Diego, uh, we'll, we'll say terms like regional theaters mm-hmm. versus community theaters Correct. versus professional theaters. Yeah. Uh, and then like there's touring theaters. Yes. So they're categorized, at least Lort theaters are categorized into tiers A through D. The tiers that are B plus through D are determined by the weekly actual box office receipts Averaged over the last three complete years. They literally said, let me see the receipts. I want to see the receipts. Oh, yeah. And then no theaters can move in or out of tier A, except for the recent transition of the Ford's Theater from A to B. Girl, (laughs) who made these rules? Well, but it's sad because it's probably because of the pandemic. Oh, true. Um, Anyway, so the categories and the box office receipts are uh, B, B and over 110... Wait... $110,000 $110,000 and above. Oof. And then B would be 70000 to 109000 I just... And then like a C theater would be like 45000 to 69000 And then a D would be uh, 45000 and below. That's us, Patchwork. It is. Yes, Patrick is going to be it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. Sorry. And then, like, for some purposes, like, the C category can be split into, like, C1 and C2 based on seating capacity. So there's 75 of these very, very large theaters. And our our whole point about bringing up Lort theaters is to all to say, we've got two in the same city. And I think that that's what makes San Diego kind of special. Yeah, it's true. Um. Yeah. But we also have a lot of smaller places like places that we work at like signet yeah so like the two lord theaters so like the old globe they produce reimagined classics and big big budget spectacles and artistic director barry edelstein is like he's been there for a while they've won 13 tonys and shout out lamar perry who also works there we love lamar we love lamar yes we do and um keon is so sweet when you did your um amazing performance uh on over zoom yeah wasn't he there <gasps> he was yeah. yeah yeah lamar's a gem he's so smart one of the most yeah just Ke- keon did a, a zoom like night of joy yeah um and for for signet and yeah. it was really really great for black history month it was wonderful yeah um and then la jolla playhouse they developed the new work uh, with hopes of sending those shows to broadway they have two Tonys, artistic director Chris Ashley. Christopher Ashley, honey. Um, and then I would say that, like the next, bi- like the biggest theaters in terms of money is yeah. going to be those Broadway touring venues. Yes, so, so let's talk about them. What's what's the one that you've been to? So, I haven't been to any of these. Oh, okay. So I have been. Well, the one that I go to most frequently is uh, the San Diego Civic Theater. 
Yeah, I've never been there. Wow. Oof. I, I, I mean, like, so Hamilton toured through Correct. there. and Oh, I mean, everything. I yeah. saw Cabaret there. I saw Hedwig there. I saw Matilda, which sucked. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I've Wait, seen... Wait, why did it suck? Dude, why did Matilda suck? Bro. It's Matilda. Listen, first of all, baby, those accents, so rough. So rough. It was like... A bunch of like you know like the like the like the what's his name Dick Van Dyke and like Mary Poppins where yeah. like he's doing the bad Cockney. Imagine Ooh. that times forty actors. Whew. I can't. I can't. Anyways, um, no, Pacific is that's where like like basically I look at Pacific like if you can't afford to go to New York and you go to Broadway, mm-hmm. you wait for the big show to come to the Civic. Like okay. I saw Book of Mormon there too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Really bad sound system though. Interesting. They but the, it's yeah. the Civic's job is to just house these big Correct. touring companies Correct. that come through. And I mean, they do more things. Like they do, I mean, they do like, you get the big theater shows, but then you also get like the ballet sometimes go there. Oh, okay. Or like every once in a while you have a concert there, which I don't know why, because Ooh. I just think it's like I said. Is the sound system just like old? It's old. And I, I mean, like every time you go there, you can guarantee that at some point someone's going to be singing <laughs> oh, no. and you're going to hear and it's like oh no like the the reverb the reverb it's like oh but it's fine it's really it's huge okay okay yeah and you know i take it back i have been to two of these okay so the next one would be the horton grand oh love the horton grand which you have experienced i have worked at haunted haunted i just came up with an idea for a new episode it is haunted haunted theaters, theaters. Yep. because it's every single one Oof, of them, baby. Dude. You can't have that much chaotic energy in one place and expect it to not be haunted. The Horton Grand also is literally deceptive because the weird thing about it is the way that it was built is it was it was like it was built and so at the time the like the land was not fully like it was not built on flat land. So what? half of that theater there's a dip. You have, to, you have to be careful because you're oh, no. going and then there's a dip because the land is literally like boop. So people often fall because it's like oh. that dip is so, it's just like so out of nowhere. But anyways, yeah. It, it's nestled. So it's it's in the heart of downtown, yep, like very like, close to the gas lamp. Yep. I mean, right by Petco Park. Yeah. And um, so my dad was a firefighter for 30 years. Shout out, Ed. Go Ed. Um, and he has stories of when he used to work at Station One, which is downtown. Yeah. And the Horton Grand is nestled in between these crazy old hotels. Oh, baby. And like he said that going into those yep. buildings yep. is a trip. It's like stepping back in time. Oh, it is. I mean, they, they, cause I, yeah, I worked there. And yeah, the hotel is next door yeah. and it's just like, you, you really do feel like you're like, oh, I'm not, this is like 1780 or something. This is like New Orleans haunted mansion Ooh. vibes. But yeah, the, the Horton Grand is great. Um, also, again, uh, not a space that can house, you can't get too crazy on that stage. You got to keep it mm-hmm. simple. You know what? Bo was definitely not that one. He was at the Lyceum. That's okay. definitely where he was at. Anyways. Okay. Um... I saw Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat there, and I also talk about boring. I, I just I don't like Andrew Lloyd Webber. I don't like Andrew Lloyd Webber, and I know people have like their their things with him, but in terms of musicals, how many times can you redo the exact same shit? I'm sorry, but when you write Cats, you're off the list for me. Get out, just still. Sorry. Anyways. Anyways, um, 
And then I saw First Date there because and, you And I was there. I was working there. And now San Diego Musical Theater has a home there. Yeah. Which they used to be at the... I thought they were at the Observatory in North Park. Because were, I worked there. Oh, oh they've, they've moved three they've times. They've moved a few times. Because they were there and then they were at the Spreckles and now mm-hmm. they're at... They're at Horton Grand. And that brings us to our last show. Come on. Uh, our last venue, which is the Spreckles. I have seen some amazing... I saw... That place is where I saw Latrice Royale and Shea Cooley outside smoking a cig. Wow. And it was life-changing. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, the Spreckles is definitely haunted. Oof. I performed there as a kid. It just reminds me... Have you ever seen Whatever Happened to Baby Jane? No. Okay, never mind. What? There's just an opening scene when, like, she's put, like, they're, they're children and she's performing on this, like, really creepy stage. And I just think about the Spreckles when I, oh. with, I it's just, it's just, it's, yeah. but like, I need to stress with the people who, do, who don't live in San Diego or who have never been there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like every theater we list, if you get a chance, you should always go experience Definitely. It just to experience yeah. it. Because the Spreckles is very beautiful. No, true. It's old. It's, it's a very so old beautiful. building. And, and even the, even the Civic and the Horton Grand, like there is some, there's, there's a, like, there's something about the energy of those rooms when performing starts happening. Mm-hmm that they really are so magical i mean like the civic despite the fact that the sound can be shaky boy man they Mm -hmm. they got a lighting system in there that rocks yeah that rocks so yeah we just got a note from our producer saying to stop bad mouthing cats and i just want to say never (laughs) i won't stop taste um (laughs) 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 angelical cats angelical angelical (laughs) What's the one that... Okay, I, I will not lie. Quick, quick. Okay, literally count it 30 oh, seconds. No. So many tiny oh, 30 no. seconds. Okay. The only, the only thing I like about cats... Is the 30 seconds going to start? Never mind. Anyways, it's Go. just that... That one song about Mr. Mistopheles... Baby, that is the hit. Yep. That's the hit. All okay. right, that's it. That one's good. And I'm moving on. Whatever. I'm moving, on. I'm moving on. It is what it is. Okay. Next up, we got our regional theaters, which I know we just talked about... See, this is this is where I'm a little, I'm still a little confused yes. in, in terms of like what Lort actually means. So like a resident theater versus a regional theater, they're they're like the same, but they're also different. So yes. how it was classifying in terms of like being a certified Lort theaters, these are not, but they're still considered regional theaters as in like they're professional larger theaters in San Diego. And I want to stress that if you're a theater scholar out there who's listening to this, Give us a call. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, please feel free to correct us and all that stuff. Cool. So the first one is Lambs. Wow. How did I forget about Lambs? Yeah. Lambs, Lambs is on Coronado Island. You know, um, I I don't ha- I've never really been to Lambs. Yeah, I, I'm going to be really honest. I'm just going to be honest. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Can I be honest and open and like... Open up your spirit. Really feel it. Me and my friend... Went to go see a show at Lambs. Uh-huh. I had like just like graduated high uh-huh. school. We uh-huh. went and we're like, oh wow, we're gonna go see a theater and night at the theater. And we go, we watched the first act and then we left. <gasps> it was so boring. Oh man. And so just safe. Yeah. Lamb Lambs is definitely for for the for the kids and the and the and the grandpas and grandpas, you know. Yeah. And like I, I don't feel proud of it. Yeah. But I, I do wanna be honest and say, like, I ha I la- I walked out of a th- out of a show at Lambs. I will say this, t- tying into Horton Grand, actually, the the team, the head of that theater, Robert and Deborah Smith, were in a production of 
Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf at the Horton Grand. Mm. At the time, me and my friend thought it was at Lamb's. So we drove all the way to Lamb's, thought oh. it was there, sped back and made it to the Horton Grand time. Anyways. Wow. Yeah. But Lamb's is, it's, it's, a, they have a great space. I will say that much. Great space. Yeah. And, and, and. It's cool. I mean, it's, it's like very, so it's on Coronado Island, yeah. which you have to literally cross a, the, the Coronado Bridge in order scary. to get to Coronado. Um, and it's. It's like on like a pretty busy street and the stage is in the middle, but like it's really raked. Yeah. Like the, it's just super steep. It the, is. The house is. It is. But, uh, you know, you can get some great, I've heard that, you know, I, I you know, yeah, I mm-hmm. can't speak English right now, but yes. The next, the next uh, venue, um, North Coast Rep. North Coast Rep. I have never been, but I hear it oh is. I know it's another place that's in a shopping mall. I have a story about North Coast Rep. Okay. okay. So I've seen a couple shows there. I saw Unnecessary Farce there. Huh. Uh, David McBean, who's an amazing, <gasps> he's an amazing actor, and he was also one of my professors. Oh, David. One he, of the best actors in San Diego. He really, truly is. He was in this amazing show, and uh, I, I loved it. And then I went to see Hedda Gabler with a friend and i have you ever okay (laughs) have you ever started like have you ever gotten sick and then you're getting over being sick and then you have like a tickle in your throat and you get it and you you start coughing and you can't stop (laughs) coughing i started (laughs) to cough and i was like oh no and then i started gagging and like i almost threw up and i didn't know this the, like the space as well so like i i left i yeah. went into like the corridor and it was locked and oh, i got no. trapped i couldn't go back and i also couldn't cough so yeah. i was still in the theater i couldn't get out to the bathroom it was after an immersion i started to cough and i couldn't leave and then i couldn't go back so had a gavel like shoots herself and i'm just back behind the- <laughs> gagging and almost like throwing up and also having a panic attack because i was so embarrassed so what you're saying is that north coast rep gave me some good trauma yeah i i am truly traumatized from that well definitely it's a drive it's another 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 one that's it's 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 in solana beach it's in north county north county it's like you pass del mar and it's like a couple exits a couple exits off but like have not been but yes i'm really sorry about the spoiler alert for i didn't give a spoiler for head gap oh Mama, listen. <laughs> if you ain't redheaded gobbler, girl, that sh- that that story is how old? But actually, the uh, the it was very good. You know, I believe it can be a good piece if it's directed. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. I really did enjoy yeah. the half that I saw. I, mean, I would love to see Kate Blanchett play that role. Um, okay. Uh, next is Moonlight, which we did talk about in the last episode. We did. Um, Vista. Moon Moonlight, and that's even further than North Coast Rep. It is up up the up the five. <laughs> Get in your if, car. If you're coming, and... if you're coming to uh, San Diego, you gotta get on the eight. Uh, get to the eight oh five. And okay, but the fact that you didn't make a Californians reference is a little bit disappointing. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I still love you. Who am I? You know that. Sh- you know that skit, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Oh my gosh. Um. So Moonlight. What have you seen there? Who's Tommy, honey? Um. And uh, that's all I've seen. I really wanted to see Kinky Boots. I wanted to see Chicago because I've never seen Chicago before. I love Chicago. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that that's. You know, I forgot to mention for, like, the other, these theaters, it's, like, um, like, Lambs, like I said, Lambs is, like, family, more family-oriented shows. Um, North Coast Rep is very, like, you know, they, they do, like, more classics, I would say. Um, well, I don't know what really they would categorize themselves as. Um, and then Silver on Moonlight, right? Mm-hmm. And Moonlight, it's just, just think about every, like, big musical you could do. And, and basically think about, like, take the Civic 
of like all those big musicals, but let them be off Broadway for like four years and then Moonlight will do them. Uh huh. Yep, that yeah. sounds about accurate. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And uh, I haven't seen a show there, um, but I did want to let you know. You might find this funny okay. or interesting. Sure. Dylan saw Chris Brown and Rihanna there when he was a kid. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so. <laughs> Baby, we don't, we don't do the brown. We don't do the brown. Not, not Chris. Uh, there you go. Rihanna, though, we stand Miss Fenty till the end of time. Oof. Get out of my Business way. Business woman. <laughs> you in my way. Oh, my God. I love her. Okay, sorry. Um, next is one of my favorite theaters in San Diego. <clears throat> San Diego Rep. The San Diego Repertory Theater at the Lyceum Theater in downtown. Yeah, you know. Um, if you could see our faces right now. The goop. We are just beaming at the thought we of are. possibly going back. Uh, seen a lot of shows at the Rep. Yeah, same. That this th- One thing I will say about the San Diego Rep that I truly do appreciate is they make it easy for young people to get into to see, to Boy, see their shows. Howdy, they said, if you want to see a show, you better get your booty down here. Yeah. You can see a show there like for free yep. or next to nothing if yeah. you are a young person, which is really amazing. And I will say... Oh, I'm sorry. Did I cut you off? No, not at all. I will say that the rep is also very good. They, they are good about doing... Those off Broadway plays that mm-hmm. you you know that you may not be able that other I think other theaters probably wouldn't do. Um, they do have two stages mm-hmm. also there. Uh, two of my I will say one of my favorite shows was done there. Um, what show? Uh, it was a Judy Garland show. End of the Rainbow. End of the Rainbow. With Irene Bowman. That Oof. that show was fantastic. I mean, she Eileen Bowman. She was born to play that role. Another actress in San Diego who is phenomenal. But um, yeah, yeah she's really good. Yeah. and yeah, she played Judy Garland really well. And that yeah. show is just like very like nicely written. It is. It's a good it play. Um, so uh, Sam Woodhouse, Sam Woodhouse is the artistic director, and then Patrice Amon is the um, she heads Amigos del Rep. And you know what? I will say the rep is, I'm going to be bold about it. The rep is probably the only theater in San Diego that will actually, actually, actually not true because they're starting to come up. But anyways, what I was going to say was the rep is one of the actual few theaters in this town who actually believes and produces Latinx work. Just going to mm-hmm. say that. That being said, they include Hershey Felder in every single one of their seasons. Oh, God. Uh, Hershey Felder is a seasoned veteran seasoned of performing. A concert pianist who also plays the roles of whatever like composer so Beethoven, music he's playing yeah. so like if he's doing a beethoven concert he'll play beethoven yeah um and so a lot of people who are over the age of 65 are really into his work yeah but and, um not to at anybody but that's just the way it is yep that's the way love is and i also i i also can't speak too harshly about it because i i haven't sat through a full hershey felder show Uh, i've only watched a few like partials on zoom sure yeah have you you? no okay it's also very expensive like those ones are the ones that you really can't get good deals on because those like those shows fund (sighs) yeah the rep the rep has done some there's been some great shows done there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Hand to God there. That's one of my favorite shows. Yep. One of my favorite plays. I yep, love that play. Yep, yep. 
Anyways, so, so the next show, uh, I mean, the next uh, theater venue that we're going to move on to is Diversionary. Diversionary, the third oldest LGBT theater. The third oldest. Mm-hmm. I don't Do actually know, know what the, the first two are. I oh, should know wow. this as a member, but I don't. Okay. You want to talk a little bit about Diversionary since you're a part of that theater? Or you've, yeah, done, you know, you've div- done work there. Div- I have. Uh, I forgot. Yeah. We should probably mention that we've worked at some of these theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, uh, Diversionary is the LGBT theater in San Diego. It's wonderful. It's where you see all the work that, it, once again, is, excuse me, LGBTQIA+. Um, mm. But, you know, uh, musicals, plays, sometimes, like, one-person shows that are being developed. I think that I would... I put Diversionary as this, like, celebrity theater where, like, mm. you see a lot of, like, queer celebrities show up through that space. That's so cool. And it's actually really cool because it's also one of the few spaces that you see trans work. Uh, people, oh. actors who are trans or non-binary be able see, to get work there. freaking awesome. Yeah. So they're really, they're, they're very big pioneers. And, and, and Matt Morrow's artistic director is a wonderful, kind, very fashionable human being. You will always notice him because he has his iconic red glasses. <laughs> And he's usually, he's usually wearing a scarf no matter what the weather is, oh. and it's usually sheer. See, that's like iconic. <laughs> no, he is. He is. He it's is. iconic behavior, really. Name another legend. Name another legend. <laughs> you actually. Yeah. Um, and so the next one that we have on our list is one that we probably don't know very much about, unfortunately. It's Signet Theater. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know like I, what to um, say. Is it a? Uh, it's in Benita. Listen. Why are we such dicks? We're fools. We're fools. Why are we like We're this? We literally are both employees of this um, theater. Yeah, so I've worked there for about five years. I am coming up on my fourth. And uh, Signet is the venue where we're going to do the shows that uh, some of these venues won't take the bold correct, risk correct. on. They will do the stuff that's... So our, our slogan is up close, far, far reaching. reaching. So we want to do the stuff that isn't going to get done yeah. at other theaters yeah. for either being, you know, oh, maybe this is a little problematic yep. or maybe this show isn't going to make the money that we Correct. want. We're going to hopefully be the, the theater that's going to take a chance on shows yeah. regardless of how well they're going to do. The last three theaters we've mentioned, like The Rep, Diversionary, and, and Signet, they really do... They all they all do their their job of balancing both like classic work, you know, mm-hmm. but also really trying to begin to give San Diego a, a taste of newer work and yeah, I guess what some would call risky work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the rep and Signet both uh, have new play development. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? But just, they have new play development that they go through that... Well, Signets is called the, the Finish, Finish Line, Line Commission. Yeah. Uh, sponsored by Bill and Judy Garrett, who, who are... love. They're fabulous people who kind of actually, like, helped us get through college. They did. They because did. Because they were sponsors at uh, Grossmont yep, of our Theater, where we went um, for, you know, the first part of our college experience. Yeah. And uh, they're really, really amazing people. So Signet does try to do, like, the the daring work it's like like signets like you you can come and you may see a sondheim show and then you'll you'll come see a taylor mac show and you may not like taylor mac so like we i think in the same season we did little night music we did we did little night music and then we did shockheaded peter Peter, which is a oh one of my favorite shows i've ever seen in san diego that is my favorite show that signets ever done Mm, like that that's my favorite it was amazing yeah um so yeah shout out to sean murray and bill schmidt and and robbie and 
yeah, we we have good friends there, and yeah. um, we're like. <laughs> It's so interesting because as we are talking about this, I just, I need to read this to you because I'm, I'm gooped. The Hoya Playhouse, the subject line says, a return to our theaters. Mm. We're back with three world premieres. The La Jolla Playhouse is doing The Garden to the Yellow House and banging it. Mm-hmm. They say it's been a long intermission, but we're elated to share this terrific news. We're returning to our theaters and all I see is panic because i'm so scared at what's going to happen yeah. when i turn on those box office phones yeah. tomorrow people are gonna say oh well the playhouse, the playhouse is opening yeah. so are you open yet and oh no i'm so scared yeah i'm just like it's like i'm i'm excited i am i'm just afraid that no it's a lot it's a lot to it's a lot to think about and it's a lot to think about in terms of like something we haven't mentioned is like you know like the playhouse a lot of these theaters try to house, like they have, as every theater does, like playwrights in residence. But there are some famous people who have come out of these of these places, like oh, yeah. John Leguizamo John and like Lauren Yee and oh, like yeah. Rachel Chavkin have all come from the Playhouse. You know, like Signet's done Kate Hamill. So it's like, but it's interesting as you talk about reopening. It's like these world premieres, which you know, I think I think Signet was trying to do more of. Mm-hmm. It's like so hard because even for me, I go, I don't know what those are. I know, and I'm like, what? So I don't really care, but, but I get what you're saying. But like the Playhouse has that rep, that like they've got like the rep yeah. of like, oh, if you go to a La Jolla Playhouse show, you know you're going to be taken care of. Yep. You know that you're probably going to enjoy what you see. Yep. Except for everyone hating on the squirrels. It wasn't a good play. Listen, okay, it was really over the top, but I just love the tails. Anyways, Any, anyway, never mind. Anyways. Listen, we don't have to talk about it. I will, I'll just like think about it by myself in my room. Um, why, why, why am I so weird? Sitting up in Help my me. room. You know that song by Brandy? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, okay, so next we're going to move on to our community theaters in oh, San wait, Diego. Did, oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Did I miss one? I okay, there's one that I is it. There's one that I want to mention that I don't know if it counts as a regional theater. Mm-hmm. Is Moxie your regional theater? See, that is a that is a good question. I have another category called gray area theaters. Okay, great, great. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, where I'm not sure, but I know for sure that these are community theaters because they either like say it, yes, or they have said it before in the right, past. And right. if all if we're ever wrong, please please, please DM us. us, please text us, like DM us. We'll, we will correct it. But the first one would be Coronado Playhouse. Hey, I'm going to be. I'll be work- I'm working there right now, so come see World Goes Round. It'll be like the first live show that Coronado Playhouse does oh my God. since the pandemic. Yay. So come see World Goes Round. Love that. Uh, and then we have OB Playhouse. Yes, which is doing Rocky Horror right now. OB stands for Ocean Beach. Yeah. Um, it is this hole in the wall little like on like this on one of the busiest streets in P- in OB. To me, yeah, go ahead. Like a, like a block away from the beach. They're real, but I will say, OB Playhouse is like, imagine, oh, maybe this is not even known. Well, no imagine if like the most creative artist who probably smokes a lot of pot mm-hmm. opened up a theater and was like, I want everybody to like come and like, like it's community theater, but they're also really good about, they have a community board there. That's like, yeah. oh, this is playing at Sigma. This is playing at like, yeah. so they're really good about being a voice in the community. Yeah. And they're just like, let's just like play. Yeah. And I love that about them. Me too. I Me truly, too. truly do. Yeah. And we have good friends that have performed there. We do. We do. Um, and so, yeah, it's a good, it's a really nice little little place. Yeah. Um, 10th Avenue. 
I've never been to 10th Avenue. Me neither. No. I don't know very much about it, neither but do I. it's a community theater. We've got um, Scripps Ranch Theater. Hey, almost did a show there. But... I was I was assistant directing a show That's when the right. pandemic. Yeah, with Kevin Hapso Kaufman, and it was going to be a really cool show. I was very uh... excited about it. And, uh, Oh man! Screw you, COVID. It was a bummer. Oh, Tenth Avenue does Evil Dead. Oh my God! Every year downtown. Yeah. Oh, my that's right. I love Evil Dead. Oh my God! Give me yeah. some sugar, baby. Okay. Uh, and then on stage Playhouse. Love them. It's Chula Vista, right? Yep. Yep. And yep, then yep, yep. Uh, Lamplighters Community Theater. Lamplighters and that's in, in La Mesa, Mesa, right across from the. Uh oh, hold on, Amaya Station. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlie. I lived over there for four seconds. <laughs> rip um so those are our community theaters did we forget patio playhouse yep <laughs> patio playhouse we're so sorry yes, girl we did. patio playhouse see it's hard it is. there's so many you have to understand that like we're doing our best here but once again we're not experts but, but like so there's many. so many and that's the, like our, san diego is a very like fueling growing rich rich art community i will say that it right is now. it really really is yeah. there's a lot you can see here and then, so to get into, like, the great area theaters, this is what we mean when we're like, okay, so the community theaters sometimes can't pay their actors. Yes. They'll pay their directors yeah. sometimes and, like, their their choreographers. I was, I got paid for being an assistant director. It was in the budget. That scripts? Yeah. Wow. So, um, but these great area theaters, I know that they pay yeah. some of their artists. So the first one is Trinity. Yes. Trinity Theater. Sean Boy. Candace Crystal. Hi, Candace. Yeah, she directed in Almeida Fest. She did. She did. Um, so that's one of them. Uh Moxie. Moxie is okay, so Moxie is really important because Moxie is a completely like for women, by women like theater. Like mm-hmm. they create they they are a woman led organization. Mm-hmm. They make theater that is like oh like playwrights always women. Like, it's like, it is just like advocate, like advocacy for the ladies. And we love that. Yeah. Or excuse me, advocacy for female identifying individuals. Mm -hmm. We love it. It's really, really wonderful. And they're in the university area, which is where we went to our second college uh, situation. And uh, it was actually the old Signet Theater space. And as well, like another great thing is like Moxie does a great festival called the 72 Hour Play Festival. No, I actually don't remember the name, but... Moxie's really good about working with colleges around San mm-hmm. Diego to make sure that, like, young voices are being heard. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, and then the next, like, gray area, can't really tell if it's, like, professional, can't really tell if it's community, uh, New Village Arts. Yes. And that's in Carlsbad. Carlsbad. Have never been, sadly, because Carlsbad is a drive. hmm And I'm a homosexual. And I don't own a car. I do have a license, but I don't own a car. Um, oh so I don't, I don't, I can't drive there. But yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, do you want to talk about college theaters? Yeah. Why not? Why not? I, I just think it's so interesting. Yeah. That like, so we have this really rich theater community mm-hmm. and most of the people in San Diego who like are acting did go to schools yes. around like San Diego. So the yeah. old globe has an MFA program, mm-hmm. and they're partnered with USD. Yeah. Um, and I saw... Which USD saw, stands for University of San Diego. Mm-hmm. We saw... Did you see Our Town? No, but oh God, I wish. I saw oh. Stupid Fucking Bird. Sorry, language. But yeah. yes. So uh, Jessica Prudencio, 
Icon. Icon. Name another legend. Okay, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) She directed Our Town uh, for this MFA program. It was wonderful. It was just, the set was really minimal. It was awesome. And they did it on the campus. Yeah. It was great. And then we also saw Stupid Fucking Bird. And that was like in a weird closet. It it was was so weird. It was basically like a literal like gap. Like it was like a room. Yeah, but, but work. they are the, they are churning out classical oh, actors. Oh, honey! Um, and a lot of those uh, MFA grads, while they're students, will be actors at the old globe. At the old globe, which is so cool. Really cool. So cool. Um, and then UCSD's MFA program partners with La Jolla Playhouse. Yep. Which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and then obviously we have SDSU. SDSU Skull and Dagger. Dramatic Society. Yeah, that was our club. Yeah. Um, So we will probably do an episode about college theater life because anybody who's thinking about going to school for theater should know some things. Absolutely. And know that, like, like San Diego's probably different than, like... Totally. We we have some privilege here. Can't lie. Oh, yeah. Um, But, I mean, Skull and Dagger taught me a lot. It did. Because, um, I mean, you obviously have, like, the theater program at SDSU, which is what we were a part of. But then we also had our club where we took everything into our own hands. The club had a technical director. The club had a president. We we had student directors, student builders. We learned how to self-produce as students. We learned how to... We learned how to do what... Yeah. Of course, you know, not on the same grand scale, but we learned how to do what these theaters do on a smaller scale. So it's it's a good experience to have. You know what I'm saying? Like, and And... It's only growing. Mm-hmm. And it's so by the time you were done, you had graduated SDSU, you had directed a full-length full length play yep. that was live. Yeah, the last a, live show before COVID yeah, happened. You you directed a play, and then I I assistant directed a play. Where Those roles really weren't available to yeah. us for the main stage, quote-unquote, productions. Yeah. So like it was really a great experience to be able to like just direct. True, true, true. true. Um, and then... Uh, Grossmont yes. has one of the best community college theaters. I come on. I don't think I've ever been to a different community college theater. Um, I did go to Southwestern. It was really good. Oh, great. Um, I know Queen Maca doesn't have one. No, they don't. But they got a beautiful stage. Oh my god! But... Why am I blanking on one of the schools I went to that did a show? Ah, God. <gasps> Point Loma has a great one. Oh, Point Loma Nazarene. Well, don't Sam- they have a program? Yes, they... is it Salmon? Meg DeBoard runs it. We love Meg yeah. DeBoard. Oh, shout um, out Meg DeBoard. Yeah. yeah. God, I can't remember what the other community college is. Yeah. Anyways. Um, and then we also have like new theater companies that have come out of the pandemic. Sure. Um, that like, you know, that we're doing and that our friends are doing. So yeah. we've got Turnkey Theater yeah. Company. Katie Turner. Dr. Katie Turner. Dr. Katie Turner. And Jerry Ann Wade, who we love. Yeah, they started uh, Turnkey. And um, as far as I know, it's mainly at home and virtual theater. And it's really cool because they send you these great boxes, which really allows you to be interactive with, you know, and I mean, come on now. Yeah. You're basically getting a free board game. Uh Not free, but anyways. (laughs) Um, Another uh, theater company that came out was Theater Z. Yes. Uh, I think that's a take on... Gen Z. Gen Z. So (laughs) um, they haven't... I I don't think they've done anything quite yet, but they... I think it's coming up, though. Yeah. Yeah, they got work coming up. Definitely check them out. You can go to www.theaterz.com. And on Instagram. Um, And then us. Us, Patchwork. Patchwork. Wow. Here we are. And it's funny to like think about where we fall into on the scale of these things. Yeah. I mean, when you have an indecisive person like me, like who's quote unquote in charge, it's, you know, 
Uh, at the helm. At the helm of it all. But I love it. So um, those are the theaters in San Diego. If we missed any, please yeah. let us know. And then if you have any questions about what these different theaters are doing, like I just said, I, I read this email about La Jolla Playhouse um, announcing that they are reopening. Yeah. And uh, it says that starting September 21st, we're going to relaunch live performances with a three-show so, three season. And I think that the end of September is it's a great timeline that's a that's a pretty good timeline i would say so if you're wondering when is theater gonna come back i'm gonna say end of september yeah early or like late fall and i want to stress that like as to to uplift what jill was saying that like you know revolving doors and like patchwork like we really do want to like you know try and be an an outreach for other Sandy. like we want to go ahead and be like hey we get it. You can't always go on the internet, but maybe when you're in your car or whatever, like you can listen about these things. And yeah, if you have more questions, you can ask us, or if you want to know what our favorite San Diego shows were or stuff like that, you know, yeah. Jill and I can talk. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> talk forever. Talking, talking. <laughs> um, and I think that's going to do it for us. So we have to do our close out, which is yes. what is your favorite TikTok this week? Oh my God. Oh my God. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I have it. We're gonna just. Hump. Is it? Do we have the same one? I think we have the same one. All right. We have the same one. Now listen, everyone. Okay, I don't want to hear it. All right, this is a joke. Everybody, please, it's a joke. But here you go. Always in the sun, but no one's sun is ever in me. Anyways. And now she does a dance. <laughs> you have to understand that. The dance that she does, it's just everything. You know everything what I'm about the sunglasses. She's laying down on a towel. She's tanning. She's just like, she's got her little crystal around her neck. This girl is the energy yeah. of the summer. And like what she says, it doesn't matter. I'm talking about, it's, it's just this content. Yeah, yeah. She, she really did that. So. She really sat there and she said, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Here's this gold. She said, I woke up today. I'm going to become an icon. <laughs> and she did. She she did. Know that. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, you want to say goodbye? Sure. So, as always, if you want to, you know, stay in touch with us, you can follow us on the gram. Do people mm. still say that? Um, yeah. They, they totally say okay, that. Good. I don't know. I'm getting to that age where I'm like, am I, am I out of touch? Um, but yeah, we're on Instagram at Patrick Theater Co. You can go to our website, uh, which is www.patrickbeaterco.com. You can always email us. Um, and thanks for your support. As always, um, you know... If you have friends, you have other podcast lovers, share it around. Give us feedback if you feel like we need it. It's okay. We're not we're not sensitive. <laughs> not at all. We don't cry ever. I don't. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Happy summer. Bye.